world's becoming a dangerous place for us women. Lipstick Bodyguard looks just like an innocent little lipstick, but it'll instantly drop any attacker to his knees so you can get away unharmed. Lipstick Bodyguard. Fear no evil. Get yours today only at LipstickBodyguard.com. Broadcasting from behind the Second Amendment Iron Curtain in the shadows of the New York City skyline, this is Gun For Hire Radio, the voice of one million New Jersey gun owners, with your hosts, Sandy Berardi and Master Firearms Trainer, Anthony Calandra. Live from the land that freedom forgot, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. Here with us in the studio, a new director. Careful what you wish for. You just might get it. <laughs> um, so I was, uh, let's see, today's Sunday. So six days ago, I was sworn in as the 76th director for a one-year term, which allows me to attend three board meetings. People ask, what does it entail? So let me tell you something. If you think it entails getting paid, you were wrong. <laughs> I got a lapel pin. Hey, that's pretty good. I a got lapel a lapel pin. pin. Wow. So one meeting down. Two more meetings to go, and uh, basically, I'm a representative now. We have two board members in the state of New Jersey. I wonder how many... Is that it, three meetings a year? Yeah, there's three. Well, we also have conferences in between on the phone to save expenses and everything. Oh, Oh, by the way, let's get something straight here, too. I go to NRA annual meeting every year on my own. Uh, When I go to NRA committee meetings, the NRA secures the hotel, but I pay my own way for travel. And it is a Motel 6. It's not. Yes, and I don't don't expense the $75 a day I'm allowed for meals. Alcohol is not included, which I don't drink anyway. So if anybody thinks I did it for the free Danish or the cash... You're wrong. I didn't do it for the title. I didn't do it to add it to my resume. I didn't do it because I'm for Scott more Box Lackey. Yeah. This is all the shit I've been oh, hearing really? on Ammo Land and everything uh-huh. else. Yeah, for all of those people that think that, just, just a big f you to me. Uh, from you, me wait, to wait, you. Wait, wait, wait. You're Scott Box Lackey. Yeah, I'm Scott Box Lackey. I heard that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so here's the deal. There's so many oh. internet muscles out oh, there. So uh, wrong. 1267 McBride Avenue. I'm here roughly seven days a week yep. from 10 o'clock in the morning till 9, 10 o'clock at night. If you want to voice your opinion, if you want to criticize me, if you want to give me accolades, if you want to give me input for NRA board, I am here. Because I know about 99.9% of the negative shit that was said to me online, you would not say to my face. Wait a minute. You mean to tell me that the largest privately held firearms range in the world doesn't run itself? No, it doesn't oh. run itself. But I'm here. But I, I read all the negative comments, you know, that I'm a sellout, I'm a shill, I'm a this, I'm a that. Okay, six years busting my ass with the NRA, sitting on committees, driving down on my own dime, attending, supporting, doing whatever I can so we can get our New Jersey cases funded. And we've never been closer in my 58 years. And the first thing that happens is people are accusing me of being a sellout. F you. You, like you I said, wonder why the anti-gun... That's why they win. Yes. So so I'm at the range seven days a week. Stop by. I would especially like if anybody has anything negative or derogatory to say (laughs) to say to me, stop by, please, before lunch, because I don't like to have an empty stomach when I'm rearranging your dental work. Okay. Uh, I know, I know. Uh, I had a guy out there. It's my my tough guy shtick or whatever. Listen, I don't take any shit. I don't answer to anyone. Listen, we're like yin and yang. Scott Bach is a lawyer. 
I'm not a lawyer. Now I'm on the board for a year. I had conversations with Chris Cox. I had conversations with people with Isla about our Rogers case, about our Magban case, about the red flag laws and everything. That's the reason why I wanted to have a seat at the table. And now I got a seat at the table. Now, when nomination committee comes up, I don't know if I'll be nominated to run on a three-year term. But I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not running on petition. Yeah. If I don't get nominated, then I'm a one and done, which I'll be happy with that. I'm not going to complain. Okay. Mm -hmm. If I get nominated by the nominated committee, I will mount a campaign for a three-year term on the board where hopefully I can get some more stuff done. But let me just tell you what happened at the board meeting. So it was nine hours, nine and a half hours. Oh, my God. Executive session. And uh, because there's a lawsuit. Did they at least bring like Enshore in for them? No. No. But because there's a lawsuit going on. So let me start from the top. I wrote a little statement. I'm unable to even discuss the topics covered. Any info from that actual session would only be available if brought up again outside an executive session or as part of official communications drafted to be public on the topics that would be eligible to discuss, okay? I don't make these rules, but it's not uncommon. This is how a board works. Yes, exactly. Okay, Apple board meetings don't come out and leak everything. Just because you're a gun person and you think the NRA is not supporting you, we can't tip our hat, okay? Now, and that's every board. Every board of directors is like that. You can't. What's correct. discussed in that room is not for public knowledge. Correct. We 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 had a full accounting of the membership of the events, the actual health of the organization, the issues we're dealing with, audit compliance, and all that. Okay, is is my goal to get into that. I'd rather be transparent because that's what I want as an NRA member. But right now we can't. The lawsuits, the investigations, etc., make talking about anything unwise until it's all passed through. We're definitely under attack, though, because the left doesn't want a repeat of 2016. Right. Remember, the Trace, the New Yorker, these mm-hmm. are all Bloomberg-funded stuff. Yes. It's amazing how gun people... Uh, Americans don't believe the left media, but when it comes to the NRA, they believe it. Okay? (laughs) But we have a... Well, it shows you how effective Bloomberg is. Bloomberg is not an idiot. We need a man who's worth 60... Or a woman who's worth $60 billion on our side. Right. Right. We don't have anything like that. And who controls media. Bloomberg is brilliant at what he does. He didn't get to be... Probably the most powerful man in media for no reason whatsoever. He built an empire from nothing but terminals. And and, and we have pro-gun people out there in prominent positions that are eating it up and trying to attack us from the outside and cause dissension. Idiots. There's yes. always idiots. We've seen that for the past 10 years on this show. When we first started out, how many times we've said it. We, we were constantly attacked. Correct. We were everything that we were doing wrong. The only time we ever heard from anybody is, was with, quote, air quotes here, constructive criticism. Correct. You should do more of this. You should do more of that. You should cover this. You should cover that. Well, when you get your show, then you cover that. Correct. And they came and they went and they came and they went. Well, as usual. But listen to this. We have the NRA launched five years ago a multi-state Supreme Court strategy that is falling into place. The Rogers case is first in line. There's four more cases in different district courts. I'm going to talk about Schmutter's reply brief later. Okay? And it's taken a lot to get all the pieces on the board. We also need a strong organization for the 2020 elections. This is what they're doing right now. The the left media is destroying the NRA, trying to destroy it from the outside and trying to destroy it from the in, uh, inside yeah, right. because they want funding to go down. The NRA spent $30 million to get Trump elected 
for 2016. Bloomberg and his minions and a few of these supposed pro-gun people that are attacking us from the outside, they would prefer we don't donate or support the NRA and that they can get Joe Biden or Buttigieg or whatever the hell his name is, somebody, uh, or Big Bird de Blasio is number 21 now. <laughs> yeah, he's he's running for president too, okay, <laughs> which is going to be really interesting. It's going to be great. Yeah, so... I want to say, this is a statement I have for all of you out there. I, I was privy to everything. I can't discuss it. I can just tell you that we're in good hands and the direction where we're going is good. And anybody that wants to know everything that's going on, you're going to see it soon. The Attorney General of New York, Letitia James, is suing the NRA. She's going to try to put us in receivership and pull our not-for-profit charter. And the NRA has to supply every piece of paper going back like 15 years. Yeah, that's a so, typical, but typical here, But thing. here's the deal. With nonprofits, you're allowed one gimme. You could submit all your paperwork to the Attorney General and say, all right, we made these four errors. We paid this person out of this account instead of that account. We put this donation in the wrong location or whatever, and you're allowed one. After that, going forward, you can't make any mistakes. Right. Right? So right. the NRA is lining all every, looking, going back under a microscope right now. So for all of you out there that are dying for this information, you're going to get it soon. Once it goes into the courts, it's all going to become public knowledge. So calm down. Meanwhile, let's keep focus on the positive, positive things that are going on. So this is my statement. No gun owner of sound mind should believe anything the media, the media reports about the NRA. The media is too driven by pure hatred of the NRA and its members to have one ounce of honesty. Its members are it's who they hate. Correct. So... I don't know what's going on totally, right? We will all find out. But we're involved in a lot of lawsuits right now to protect the Second Amendment. And no one should lose faith in them. And certainly now is the time to fully support them. A hundred judges mm -hmm. appointed, 45 on deck, two Supreme Court justices. Trump is our only ally right there. People want to go back and talk about NFA. They want to talk about bump stocks. They want to talk about red flag laws. Let's focus on everything else. Why are we going to kill? That shit is done. Let's move forward yeah, now. Yeah, big picture stuff. Now. Okay, let's move forward. Yeah. Because we're, we're going to disintegrate. We're going to self-destruct. The only thing that can kill the NRA is the members. Yes. All right. Yes. Otherwise, nobody else can. We have 5.5 yes. 5 million members. 81,000 people showed up in Indianapolis. That's that's not a record. We had 83,000, I think, uh, two years or three years ago. But it was a wonderful situation to be in, to have 81,000 people there. But Trump has gotten 100 judges in. He came to speak at the NRA meeting. That's third year in a row. What That's unprecedented for a president to do yeah, that. Yeah, setting president. Okay, I don't agree with acquiescing on the blood bump stocks because you give them a, an inch, they take five yards. I fully fully understand that but right now let's focus on our cases so dan schmutter submitted his reply brief to gruel's uh brief why the supreme court should not hear our rogers case and let me tell you something everybody out there dan schmutter works for hartman winicki he's a volunteer with the angrpc with scott bach and me and he's been working with Coopers and Kirk, which is the law firm from Washington, D.C. and New York City that the NRA is fully funding. Okay? I sat in a lot of meetings, and our Rogers case is all the buzz, and the magazine case in California is all the buzz. We are basically idling our magazine case right now 
uh, because California's is ahead of us. Mm -hmm. So if we get if the Supreme Court grants a cert to the MAG case, there's no reason for us to spend any more resources right. to push it forward. Sure. Okay. But our case is being prepared. There's like some loud ass people right outside the studio door. You hear it? <laughs> I hear it. Yeah, I don't think I, mean, I don't think the audience. Holy, can I can hear it big time. So let me move my mic a little bit. So listen. So right now we're focused on the Rogers case. We will know within two weeks if the Supreme Court grants cert. If the Supreme Court grants cert, man, it's going to be some ride. So you all better support ANJRPC and the NRA. So Grubel's argument was that our case is weak. We don't have data about – we didn't introduce data about how many people have carry permits or been denied because they wouldn't give us the right, data. Right, because okay? they keep the data secret. Which, which Dan – Dan mentioned that. The other thing is that say that the Supreme Court should squash our case because the New York City case is proceeding. So you have a strong case. <laughs> our case is weak. What, what the hell does that have to do with New Jersey? Yeah. You know, they, do they realize they represent the state of New Jersey, not the state of well, New York? Well, he's basically saying that we, they have a good, strong case in New York, and the New Jersey case is weak, so the Supreme Court should focus on the strong case and not the weak case. <laughs> You want to, and we're going to talk about the New York case in a couple of minutes. But this, Dan whipped him. And if you read the brief, I posted it in a rant. I posted it everywhere, okay? And he talks about how there's a split in the courts with the Seventh Court, Seventh Circuit and the Third Circuit and everything. And there's a, pre, there's a court split. Presented here is especially urgent because it goes to the scope of fundamental constitutional guarantees, core protection. The courts have, have divided not over the details of how some doctrine subrules should be implemented, but over the basic question whether the government may enact a total ban that destroys the ordinary situated citizen's right to bear arms by design, okay? And he wrote, the conflict of the state's authority over this fundamental issue is intolerable. <laughs> you know, you got to love Dan. Oh, my God. I spent a lot of time with him at the NRA annual meetings, okay? He is... He's a brilliant lawyer. He is the shit, man. You know, we, we're so lucky to have him and Knappen and Bach yep, in our yep. corner and the NRA backing us up. And, you know, so... Uh, Careful, go with public hearings. So this is really a great brief. If you get a chance, everybody should should read it. And, but now that the Supreme Court, we're going to know. Now they could. Dan said they could hold the case for the New York case. They could send the case back down and say we don't want it. Uh, it's entirely up to them. But so New York State turned around and said that uh, they went to the Supreme Court and said we're changing the administrative law for New York State Rifle and Pistol Association versus New York City Cyrus Vance. We're going to change it, and uh, this way you don't have to take the Supreme Court case. Everything's good. Move along. <laughs> nothing to see here. So, so it shows it's effective. <laughs> they know they're in the wrong. They all know they're in the wrong. They're in trouble. They're in trouble. Yeah. Okay. They're, they're they know they're in trouble. They know that it, it, the, the clock is ticking because, like Scott said, a long time ago, that New Jersey, New York, California, they've been so oppressive that when a case finally makes it to the Supremes, the Supremes is going to lash out and completely reverse yes. everything yeah. back to, like, pre-1950. Right. And these states, like New Jersey and New York, are going to freak pre out. Pre-1950, when you did not have school shootings, murders in the street every week, that sort of thing. 
Correct. So the motion they filed was exceptionally weak sauce in theory. In New York City, if New York City actually eliminates the regulation ordinance at the issue, then they can move to have the writ dismissed as moot. That will probably be their next move. The court will likely deny. The court denied that motion. Okay. Basically, New York City, Cyrus Vance and them came back and said, we're going to make some administrative code changes where we're going to allow people to leave the five boroughs to go to their second homes. Yeah. Okay, but like not to go to another range or like they're just changing a little bit. Now, the Supreme Court knows that once the Supreme Court denies the case or or dismisses it, then New New York could flip the administrative code right back. This case took six years to work through the courts. The NRA and the New York State Rifle and Pistol Association, Tom King et al., they've been pushing this case for six years. Wow. And it finally got granted cert by the Supremes. So what New York wants to do is reverse it so that it takes another six years. Oh, sure. Okay, so yeah. they keep hiding it. Because they're right? using our money against us. Correct. Our money against us, as it always happens. So the Supreme Court came back and said, nope, we're going to proceed with the case. Oh, I love that. It's over. It's yeah. over for New York City. This case is going to have... Now, Dan says it has other major picture ramifications for guns with moving guns around with FOPA and everything. So I don't see it because I'm I'm not a lawyer. Yeah. I'm not a, a, a two-way lawyer. But uh, so it looks like it's going to be a monster killer thing. So I'm, I'm really in for it. So New Jersey is proceeding. Everybody out there, if whether you're religious, spiritual or whatever, or you believe in anything, please close your eyes and pray pray to the oak the, tree that pray to the oak tree i don't care pray to a fig leaf if that's what you're wearing uh if the rogers case gets granted cert just like the new york state rifle and pistols case got granted cert we are in for we are going to be you know what's funny like i go to indiana i tell everybody where i'm from new jersey they say i'm sorry could you imagine if jersey and new york and california right. with the mag band flipped it if our three cases yeah. are all picked up by the supreme court California, New Jersey, and New York, we finally get our time. We finally get our restitution, our justification that we've been fighting for for so long. Everybody just move, just move. But guess what? The people who stayed in California and New York and New Jersey and continued the fight, we could be the ones to open the floodgates. Right. Now imagine if we move to Tennessee and imagine if we move to Missouri and all of these uh, uh, Supreme Court cases didn't make it that high. Right. Every, you guys would have lost your rights eventually federally. Of course, because what happens on the coasts always bleeds inward. Correct. So we stood here and fought. So I tell people, ANJRPC.org, NRA.org, show your solidarity. Do not believe the negative press of the media. I was elected to represent you, the people, and I will communicate everything I possibly can, and I will support you, and I will continue to be the face. I'm not a lawyer. i got to find out how many states have two NRA board of directors. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a little research. Yeah, you should. I mean, um, it, it's kind of unusual. I'm right? interested. Yeah, well, there, there's probably a couple states that have two the, or three. Well, the bigger ones. Yeah. But... Uh, Excuse me, I'm a little gassy. So we're going to know. So we're, yeah, sorry, I have a medical condition. <laughs> so New York State Rifle and Pistol, the Supreme Court will be hearing it this summer, and hopefully our New Jersey case gets granted cert. I have a, this feeling in my head that Kavanaugh is going to take this case, Sandy. I have yeah. a feeling that it's going to be. So? I have a feeling wow. that it's going to be Kavanaugh. Be, that would be fun to watch. Oh my God. For a change, if for a change, we could use some amusement. Listen to me. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Uh, if you don't know about knife rights, we're going to break now.
Uh, about 30 seconds. If you don't know about knife rights, visit ultimatesteel.org, okay? They have $160,000 in prizes. Wow. You know, I win knives every year. We'll yeah. be at the Blade Show in June. Knifewrites.org, but visit ultimatesteel.org. Go on and buy a ticket, $20, $50, $100 or whatever, and maybe you'll win some knives. I won four or five last year. I gave one to Tactissi, who yeah. helped me. Um, so Doug and Sue Ritter from Knifewrites are kicking butt. Ultimatesteel.org. Please support those who support you. They backed me up for my NRA board run. They're good people, They're and the, the organization is fantastic. UltimateSteel.org. It is the NRA of knife rights. Yes, it's the second line of defense, by the way. I want to tell you about my friend Katie. Katie is a nurse and she was attacked on her way home from work. She was totally taken by surprise. And although Katie is only five feet tall and 106 pounds, she was easily able to drop her six foot four, 250 pound attacker to his knees and get away unharmed. Katie wasn't just lucky that day. She was prepared. In her pocketbook, a harmless looking lipstick, which really contained a powerful man-stopping aerosol propellant. It's not like it was in our grandmother's day. Today, just going to and from work or to the mall can have tragic consequences. The FBI says a violent crime is committed every 15 seconds in the United States, and a forcible rape happens every five minutes. And chances are, when something happens, no one will be around to help. It looks just like a lipstick, so no one will suspect a thing, which is important since experts say getting the jump on your attacker is all about the element of surprise. Inside this innocent looking lipstick is the same powerful stuff used by police and the military to disarm even the most powerful armed aggressor. In fact, National Park Rangers use the very same formula that's inside this little lipstick to stop 2,000 pound vicious grizzly bears dead in their tracks. It's like carrying a personal bodyguard with you in your purse or your pocket. Darkness brings danger. Muggers and rapists use darkness to their advantage. We all know what it's like to be walking at night and hear footsteps coming at us from behind. Who's there? If it's somebody bad, will you be protected? Your life may depend on it. My friend Katie's close call needs to be a wake-up call for all of us, myself included. Pick up a lipstick bodyguard and keep it with you always. becoming a dangerous place for us women. Lipstick Bodyguard looks just like an innocent little lipstick, but it'll instantly drop any attacker to his knees so you can get away unharmed. And what better way to say I love you than giving the ones you love a gift to keep them safe? Lipstick Bodyguard. It looks just like a beautiful little lipstick, but just like a beautiful woman, it has the power to bring a grown man to his knees. Lipstick Bodyguard. Fear no evil. Get yours today only at LipstickBodyguard.com. Just follow the link on the GunForHireRadio.com homepage. Are we back yet? We are. So we're here on a Sunday. Jimmy's at Shooter's Gauntlet with Tactissi and my partner, Tom O'Byrne. 
Fifteen hundred. They're really? all shooting fifteen hundred yards. Wow. Tactici and Tom O'Byrne are Not out there with me, Jimmy. Think, you know? We'll have a post uh, um, radio show with Jimmy next week. Oh, that'd I be think. cool. Yeah. Uh, so they're out there. So don't forget Shooters Gauntlet. Another guy that endorsed me uh, for NRA Board Run, Bob Ramo, in his website is ShootersGauntlet.com. He has a fifteen hundred yard range. He's got all kinds of crazy stuff going on there. Let me tell you something. Support those who support you. Visit his site. Visit his Facebook. Send him a message. And if you have a day or two, take a drive out. I'm probably going out to the August course for a day or two. Yeah, it's a good ice cream place yeah. out there. Yes, son of a bitch. Everything is ice cream with you lately. <laughs> Did you know when Sandy donates blood, they have to warm they him have, up? Yes, right, just to get because the, the viscosity back. is too thick because of well, the fat not, content not in his yet, body. But, uh, it is a goal. It is a it is a life goal to be able to do that. You know. Before I get into the show, there's one more case I want to talk about, and you all know it's the Cheeseman Gillard case. Their website is GoFundMe.com forward slash restore dash carry dash NJ. These guys are rooting for the Rogers case. These guys backed me up and supported me for my board run. Um, Albert Almeida, I don't know, sometimes he pisses me off, but I still love him. Uh, but <laughs> I hope you get that message, Albert. I got a big middle finger for you. Nice. But these guys were denied, and, you know, Jay Factor's helping him, and David Jensen's on the case, who's a, a brilliant attorney as well. We're very lucky uh, that we have the team that we have access to. You and, know, if, uh, I often think, what would happen if we did not have these guys? You know, a lot of these guys get their funding from the NRA Civil Rights Defense Fund that Mm -hmm. I donate to. Right. That's why I see them at every NRA board meeting and annual meeting, because they're there pitching cases. Um, Now, Evan Knappen and Teddy weren't there this year because Evan Knappen's mom is very sick. Mm. Uh, So just uh, say a prayer for, for them. They're good people. But these attorneys are there pleading their cases, and they're also presenting cases. They're going to the CRDF, and they're saying, listen, I got this case here, and I think there's an angle here. I think it could make it to the Supreme Court, or I think it could set precedent. That doesn't happen by accident. It requires money and minds. Right. Absolutely. All right, money and minds. So stop the infighting, you know, change the NRA, defund the NRA. How about F you with your opinions of the NRA, and we all fight together? Right. Maybe I'll start that hashtag. Alexander Rubian approached me from NJ2AS. He wore a Vote Calandro sticker for three days. He went up, and he voted for me, and he was bringing people there to vote for me. We buried the hatchet, okay? We're under fire. Mm-hmm. In New Jersey. Yeah, it's we've time never, to circle the wagon. Yes, we've never been closer. Yeah. All right, do we all have to love each other? No. Do we have to agree with everybody's doing? No. No. But we but have you know, to well, work let's have together. unity. Absolutely. You've said it uh, for please. the past 10 years that, I, that, that we've been doing this show. Unity and activism are the keys to what we're going to be doing here. And, we, and unity has to start a, in our own house. And that's the problem. There is the, the left may look like they're fragmented, but there it's a full frontal assault against your rights. Full frontal assault. Now I have a, 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 a disturbing thing that I want to talk about. Uh, in West Milford, not far from Walter Haas, lives a uh, twelve to thirteen week old uh, golden retriever. I don't want to hear this. I don't want to hear it. Was found in a weighted crate, drowned to death. And uh, I want to go up to West Milford. I'm I'm sorry. So the last resort rescue from Passaic County, they posted a thousand dollar reward to find out who killed his pup. I saw the graphic pictures, and so I 
Yeah, I went on their Facebook page, and I donated $1,000 towards it. Well, it's up to $8,500 now, the reward to catch this person. This piece of crap. And the police, from what I understand from Walter Haas, have gotten some valid tips, and it looks like they're going to catch the person. So I would like to put that person in a weighted cage. Oh, yeah. And I'd like to smoke a big, fat cigar. Oh, no, I got a better uh, idea. Let's talk take to me. Him, put him on a zip line. Put him in a cage. Put him on a zip line. Let's take him up to Pennsylvania to the 1,500-yard like range and uh, see if we could do some, uh, you know. Yeah, but we'd have to start pinkies out or something like that because uh, yeah. I don't want it to happen No, no, no. We don't, want, we don't want fast. No. Now, uh-uh. unfortunately, I don't know what you can do with this person because this person obviously is a future serial killer, right? Oh, Absolutely. Uh, right? It, Am it, I right or not, wrong? Yeah, absolutely. Wife sure. beater, rapist, yes. serial yeah. killer, whatever. Oh, this yeah. this kid ain't right. Yeah. Adult, whatever, male, female, whatever it whatever is. Whatever it is. Whatever it if is. If you can torture a, a little animal like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. You you need to be fixed, yeah. you know. And I, I'm just a person to do it. But, you know, uh, so Walter Haas donated to, I don't know how much he did. It better have been a thousand or more, that cheap bastard. So I expect <laughs> a message when the show comes out today. Uh, but... This is the world we live in where people torture animals, and there's probably not even a stiff sentence for something no, like this. Not. You know, know, whoever it that it'll get. Because you want to hear about this? How about this one? You ready? Watertown, New York. An upstate New York judge who stoked social media outrage for sentencing a former school bus driver to probation for raping a 14 year old. To probation, a school bus driver. Remember I said we need to start judging the the judges? judges. Yes. Okay. The judge was allowed. That ranks up there with the electric bleachers. Yes. So how about this? How about in New York State, the maximum state prison time the person could have received was one to four years. How do we... Are you serious? Yes, one to four years. For raping a 14-year-old? For raping a 14-year-old, one to four years. So the judge says he was well within his sentencing range by giving him probation on a plea conviction. Oh, my God. So By giving him probation. I wonder how many people pay this guy off. What kind of, what kind city, of, what kind of money does it so take So now to do that, that kid, that kid should live, if that judge has young kids, that kid should live... Right next With door. the judge oh, while absolutely. he's on probation. Sure, no, he should live in the judge's oh, yeah, house. Yeah, right. Right in the bedroom next, next door. Yeah, okay. I like that. So the judge is getting hammered by the public. I, I, I'll tell you what, man. If that was my kid, people got to pay. Are judges appointed in New York or are they I don't, elected? I don't know. I, I don't know. I didn't research it that far. As soon as I read the oh. article and I saw oh my God. Uh, probation, he was 26 years old. He raped a 14-year-old. They don't even say if the 14-year-old was male or female. Okay. You're a bus driver. You're driving yeah, a bus. You're a school you, bus You drop driver. all the kids off and you rape the last kid in the bus and oh you got probation. God. You now, got probation. If you were the father of that child. Yeah, I can't. Well, we're I on the air. Yeah, anyway, no, uh, yeah. so, uh, yeah, I hope the uh, Mets make the right. uh, the World Series <laughs> with the uh And the Super football. Th- yeah, yeah well, whatever. Dynamics. All right, change the subject. Yeah, right. But, yeah, drowning puppies, raping kids, there's no there's no ramifications. No. There's no ramifications. Yeah. Uh, okay. Meanwhile, in a free state, Florida just approved kindergarten to 12th grade teachers to carry guns under the state's guardian program. Launched after the Parkland shooting. 
Okay. Uh, all 40 Finally, Florida counties huh? have signed up. Yeah, school employees in all 40 Florida counties have signed up for this program. Now, the NRA has a school shield program. Everybody runs from it. It's offered for free. They'll right. come in and teach you how to harden the school. It's not all about guns or anything, but, you know, they ran from that. But Ron DeSantis is going to sign the bill. Uh, I think, believe he signed it already. And uh, it's going it's to become a law. And that there's going to be certain teachers that are trained. They're not just giving guns to anybody. But what's going to happen is, just like I tell everybody all the time, after September 11th, when box cutters were used to take over a plane to gain mm -hmm. entry to the cockpit and turn it into a missile, we learned from that, and it's never happened since. Right. Fortified the doors. Pilots are not accessible. We would not let the co open the cockpit door under any condition, right? Cavity search. Correct. Yeah. So now what's going to happen is... The first one or two school shooters that are met with armed resistance are going to pick different targets. Yeah, maybe. They're, yeah, they're going to move to malls or something. Yeah. Watch. I, right. I, I don't, I don't want to say that. Or college campuses. Yeah, I, I don't want to say it, but they're going to be moving, and we're going to talk about rushing the nut later in the in the learning segment. But but that's exactly what's going to happen. Once these gamers and kids mm -hmm. that are mentally incapacitated and this and that and altered state of reality, once they realize that they're going to be met with resistance, they're going to find a different target. Of course, because they're cowards. And that's, and that's exactly what's going to happen, okay? So uh, a letter here real quick from Mark Brusky. Congratulations on getting aboard. Now that you're there, you have insight as to what is going on inside the leadership board and executives. And I hasten to add that you must be under a gag order to not tell tales out of school. Nevertheless, I'm disturbed by the news. Well, Mark, I feel that I... I, I answered it as much as I possibly can, and I want to just tell you, uh, reiterate that 97% uh, of the news and reporting is false. That's all I can tell you, and as we proceed and the proceedings come out, you're going to see total clarity, and I think you're going to be quite uh, happy when you see it. Uh, everything is uh, stronger than it's imagined there. It's just the haters out there and the anti-gunners trying to attack and us. And l let me add, too, that 90% of what you're seeing is misinformation and disinformation, and is, it's not, it's nothing new. No. This is something that's a really very ramped old up now. playbook. Yeah. They're, they're taking Sololinsky's words and they're using it. I mean, all you have to do is look, read Rules for Radicals or go back and read Mao. And you'll see that the disinformation and misinformation to try to separate you from the organization that binds you together is the first thing to do, whether it's a church or the, the NRA or your family. And or what do they call it to projecting? Blame those with oh, what you were guilty exactly of. Exactly what you're doing, yeah. Here's the other thing 76 board members. No electronic devices allowed in the meeting. We had to check them in. You got a tag, they put it in a bag, right? We took a first break, came back. When we took lunch, it was already out in the media of what our voting was. So somebody in the room leaked it to the media during the first break. How is that even possible? It's, they, they, we got their phones during the break. You're allowed to. I didn't get my phone until like 4 o'clock because uh -huh. I didn't want to read anything like work or anything related that was going to yeah. aggravate me because I really wanted to focus on. <laughs> on well, because, you know, I Murphy's know. Law says that. Know. You know I, what I mean? Uh, the HVAC system blew up. The repair guy says $40,000, right. right? And now i got to go back into right. a meeting where we're talking serious right. stuff. Exactly. And all I'm thinking about is that. Sure. So it was good not to have my phone there. So, uh, but somebody leaked it. One of our board members, one of our family, one of our insiders leaked to the media what was going on. 
and they were giving updates throughout the day every time we took a did, break. Did anybody from uh, from inside well, it was the board it was addressed. It was addressed. Go, Who it was, yeah, it was addressed. Nobody, nobody responded. Okay, of course you're not going to respond. Of course, but this is how it works. Unbelievable. Yes, yes. Anyway. Uh, why bother? So, why bother being there, you piece of shit? Yes. Why bother being there? Yeah. So because they're not happy, but they don't want to stand up to the podium and and say oh, it. No. You know, it's the, the passive aggressive uh, crap that drives me nuts. Yes. And my Confront future head on. And my future board trips, I will be paying my own travel expense too. The NRA will be paying for my room, which I will allow them to do it because they have to book the room. But it will just be me traveling solo. When Jimmy comes with me to annual meeting, he gets his own room, his own flight that done for higher pay for because he goes out and does his own stuff right. all right so if anybody thinks i'm there for the money or the free danish or the title remember what i said earlier f u f u f u f u f u f u f u f u f u f u and remember where i am every day from about noon till 10 p.m if you'd like to talk personal or if you'd like to insult me or you'd like to threaten me or you'd like to call me a sellout or a buyout or an insider or this cider or that cider I will tell you I was given advice by some board members, and I didn't follow their advice. So that's the only thing I can tell you at this point. Yeah. Okay? Well, because did uh, they ever expect? Only dead but fish. I guess they obligatory. They, yes. It was an obligatory warning. Only dead yeah. fish go with the flow. By the that's way, I right. found that I am the first board member to win the 76th seat who ran previously on petition and not on um, being endorsed by the NRA. Oh. What had happened was because I've been involved with committees and stuff for the past six years and I'm quite vocal, when they came time to pick the, the, the person for 76 director, they were looking for the person that had the strongest presence and who would work the hardest. And I was out there three days in a row politicking and pitching and printing, Matt designed stuff and printed you out. You were the Jimmy only one, me. too. Right? Well, I was, well you know, Adam Kraut could have been there. I ran into Adam Kraut twice while I was out there. Right. We talked a couple little bit, and we exchanged emails and cell phone numbers and stuff. Again, I want unity. Yes. Okay? Right, of course. So, uh, but it's anyway, not a competition. No, but anyway, they, I was picked, and I did the... Strong politicking and kissing the babies and answering the questions and everything. So uh, I did it because I, I wanted to get on, and I'm on. And if I piss them off and I don't get nominated in a year, then I'm one and done. If I get nominated and I don't win, I'm one and done. If I get nominated and I do win, then I have three more years to hopefully help write the ship. You know, And a and big thing about writing the ship here is communicating to the members, but that obviously can't be done until the lawsuit has uh, right. been cleared. Yeah, there's only certain so. What's but but the other the other side is you can communicate what we feel from inside the state of New Jersey back out to Oh, the I already right. I don't even know I don't even want to tell you how much time I spent with Isla people and lobbyists yeah, and yeah. lawyers and they all know me and now yeah, I have yeah, another you're not level a stranger of pull. To, yes, exactly. All right, right, I emailed a few people about a few things that happened this week in New Jersey and I got responses back immediately right up the totem pole. Yeah. It's a different situation yeah, totally now. Different. Right, right. Okay, I'm yeah. not doing it for the free powdered eggs that we get in the morning before a meeting. Yeah, it, it, where before they listened to you, but it was basically they, they pacified you. Correct. You know what? Scott is playing uh, chess over there as a lawyer, and I'm playing, what was those? The Rock'em Sock'em Robots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that a good analogy? <laughs> That's a good analogy. I like okay, that. you could... <laughs> <laughs> That's but, actually well, because, perfect when you Yeah, think because about it's it. different. I have a right. different perspective. Right. I have different wants and needs for us, the way I address it. Right. And they know it. Right. And you know what's funny? Like people were And coming you're not up a politician, me. which no, is 
Do you know how many people watch my rants in NRA? Yeah. Holy moly. And I'm surprised they let you I know. Executive (laughs) staff and everything were approaching me. They were referencing other rants I did previously. And now, you know, I did a Unity rant. and uh, pizza box rant. They all saw that. I'm closing the lid. I'm not closing the lid. I'm taking the last slice. I've heard. Listen, they all loved the snow one where I pretended I was crazy. That was was pretty good. Yeah, you have to really Google crazy Eddie to see. If you don't know. Yeah, you have to. So, you know, it's funny how we're getting old. So, Tactici and I were speaking with Jimmy and Carl Palladino was there and a few other youngsters. And, you know, she has 550,000 Facebook followers. I said, you know, it's interesting. You have 550,000 Facebook followers. If you showed off your boobs, your cleavage, your your butt and everything, you'd have 55 million Facebook followers. I said, but instead you took the righteous path and you chose to be like the ivory girl. And she said, what's the ivory girl? And Jimmy said, what's the ivory girl? And Carl Palladino and I, who are almost the same age, we both looked at each other and just kind of slumped over a little bit. Okay, For you youngsters out there, the ivory girl was like the girl next door. Yeah. Ivory used to do commercials about ivory the snow ivory girl. girl yeah, right? Remember snow, the ivory yeah. snow girl. Ivory snow girl, yeah. she was the girl. So when somebody in their 60s or like me say the ivory girl, it doesn't re- refer to one of these internet girls who's on Instagram now with her butt and her boobs out, and she has 37 million followers. Ivory girls have to work hard to get followers on Instagram because they're not showing all their shit. So, uh, but yeah, I made that reference and it was like getting hit with an ice pick in my ribs when I realized how old I am because <laughs> her and Jimmy in their thirties did not know what I was no t- talking about. <laughs> so Joe Biden and Big Bird are running. We have 21 Democrats Groping now. Joe. Groping yeah. Joe. We have 20. 20- Joe just gave a speech in Pennsylvania where he said China is not a threat to us. Seriously? Yeah. How beholden is him and his family to China? Oh, my God. Of course. His son hedge fund, his son's hedge fund has like a billion dollars oh, in it yeah. from the Chinese government. Right. So China's not a threat to us. Right. He's telling this to pizza in Pennsylvania that lost all their jobs making steel to China. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Trump won Pennsylvania because he said, make America great again. Right. Unemployment's at an all-time low. Did you see that? Yeah. Jobs, growth, yeah, 50 year, 1969 was, I was eight the last time unemployment (laughs) was this low. When we come back, we'll be back. For many people walking into a range the first time, it's quite intimidating. So when you walk in through the double doors, the first thing you'll see on your left is a concierge. When people walk in, they can take a tour of the range, or maybe they're coming in for an appointment with one of my instructors or me, and they'll be directed to the right classroom. It kind of softens the entire experience and makes people feel more at home. As you walk further into the range, you're going to notice we have New Jersey's only indoor 50-yard range, which is heated and air-conditioned. The dividers at each port are bulletproof. They're extra-wide ports so two people can stand side-by-side and shoot. There's lights in the ports so you're well-lit. We also have three times as much light down range that the average range would have because I believe it's important that the targets are well-lit. Our target retrieval system is all digital. You program how many feet you want to send it out, and it stays there. Both of our ranges are tactically baffled, which means when we run our higher level courses, you can move forward to the firing line and shoot in any direction, and bullets can't escape. 
When you come out of the 50-yard range, to your left you'll see our large classroom, and go back up to the concierge and make a right, we have two smaller classrooms. And those classrooms are for small one-on-one -on -one classes, our Build-A-Bear, Building an AR. As you enter through there, you'll see that we have a uh, portal with a key to go into our Platinum Lounge. They can sit around and watch TV on the leather uh, chairs or couches, and they can maybe work deals with their uh, clients. And you normally don't see a cafe in an indoor range. In New Jersey, we have this archaic law where you're only supposed to go from your house to the range, range to the house with no unnecessary deviations. I'm seeing a lot more families coming in now where they have multiple kids and the wife will stay in the cafe with one or two kids and they'll do a handoff. To me, it's very important that people are treated like family, so the bathrooms are very high-end. We use marble and corian and really nice tile and full-length dividers so that people are comfortable when they come in. When you exit the bathroom, you'll see the Gun For Hire radio studio where Sandy and I tape our show. After you pass that and you make a left, you'll notice our retail area. Over 120 firearms for rent. As you turn 180 degrees, you see the large sections of bulletproof glass. That's our 25-yard range. And inside our 25-yard range, we have 13 ports. Those ports are even wider than the 50-yard range. Both ranges have full-time range safety officers. In case you have any questions or concerns, they're there to help you. With the news, events, and political shenanigans impacting your freedom, you're listening to Gun For Hire Radio, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. Sorry, I had to clear my throat. Uh, <laughs> don't forget Dr. Brian Tan's NewYorkSmile.com. NewYorkSmile.com. Support those who support us. 210 East 68th Street, New York, New York. Go on his site, his Facebook, his Twitter, your sister's ass, everything else you can find, and give him some five-star reviews. Send him an email and thank him for supporting us. Don't forget UltimateSteel.org. UltimateSteel.org. Big supporter of Knife Rights I am. Do not forget the Cheeseman and Gillard case, please. Support the NRA, support the ANJRPC, ANJRPC.org. Sign up for the newsletter so you know what the hell is going on in this state. Because every time there's a change, Scott Bach et al., that we, we send out an email and tell everybody what's going on so you can be on board with the rest of us. So Jeff Walensky sent me this. He goes, hi, Anthony. I wanted to congratulate you on your election to the NRA board. I'm a New Jersey gun owner, and I listen to your podcast regularly. Your election inspired me to write a little satire, and I hope you enjoy it. Best regards, Jeff Walensky. It's really long, Jeff. I don't know if I could do it all, but I'm going to try. But if anybody wants it, email info, uh, talkback at gunforhireradio.com, talkback at gunforhireradio.com. He wrote, in 1839, the English author Edward Lyon coined the phrase, the pen is mightier than the sword. Therefore, New Jersey has taken this phrase to heart and is now instituting laws regulating free speech that parallel the laws it enforces on the right to bear arms. Effective immediately, this is parody, by the way, effective immediately, <laughs> yeah, all news stories <laughs> and social media posts written in New Jersey are illegal. Any violation of this law is a felony with a mandatory five-year prison term. People can only exercise the right to free speech under certain exceptions, which include obtaining a New Jersey free speech ID card. I love this, by the way, Jeff. To obtain such a card, you must fill out an application from New Jersey State Police and consent to a mental health record check. You must be fingerprinted at a cost of $60. Fingerprints cannot be done at your local PD, but are only accepted from the company Identgo, which is linked to former New Jersey Governor John Corzine. 
The ID card application, the mental health records form, and the fingerprints must be signed and submitted in person at your local police department during their posted business hours, so you, only, so you will probably have to take time off from work to do so. You must also submit an online criminal history records check at a cost of $20. On your application, you will be required to provide the names, addresses, and telephone numbers of two non-family member references who will be contacted about your suitability to post your writings in the public domain. Once all of these things have been submitted, the police department has 30 days to process your application by law. However, the process can take up to a year, and there's not much that you can do about it. The police chiefs of certain departments may delay the process because they don't believe that the people in their town should have the right to free speech, and by making it difficult for you to obtain your free speech card, it may discourage you from exercising your right. You will be denied your free speech ID card if you've ever been convicted of a felony, have a history of mental illness, or have ever renounced your U.S. citizenship. You will also be denied if you are a legal alien but don't have a green card. To restrict people from having too many social media accounts, you are limited to joining one new social media outlet per month and must obtain a permit for each social media outlet you join. The permits are only good for 90 days. So, for example, if you want to join Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, you must request three permits along with your New Jersey free speech ID card. You can join any of the three immediately, but you must wait 30 days before you can join the second one and another 30 before you can join the third. If you don't sign up for all three within 90 days, you can request a 90-day extension. When you actually join a social media outlet, you will be required to pay a $15 NICS fee. Because you could have been <laughs> arrested between the time of obtaining your permit and signing up for the social media outlet. If later you decide that you want to join another social media outlet, i.e. LinkedIn, you must submit one new application, references, consent to mental health, background history check at a cost of $20, $15, etc., etc. New Jersey concludes that certain professionals, such as full-time reporters for newspapers and news stations, need a greater ability to exercise their right to free speech <laughs> than the general public. So it has created a right-to-write ID card. <laughs> Holders of the right to write ID card can write freely in the public domain without fear of prosecution. Retired, Even in their off time, I yes. guess. <laughs> Retired reporters can apply for these cards, but they must qualify twice a year to prove that their writing is not dangerous to the public. Members of the general public can apply for these cards, but will typically be denied because they must demonstrate a justifiable need for free speech. This determination is made by a judge asked using his subjective discretion. <laughs> Other than retired reporters, the only people that will be able to obtain the right to write ID cards are judges, politicians, and professional football players. <laughs> well, pla Plaxico? Last two paragraphs, I promise. In conjunction with these new laws on free speech, New Jersey will be implementing a few other laws to make headlines and demonstrate the legislator is doing something about the free speech problem. Each of your postings on social media will be subject to a 100-word limit, known as the magazine limit. Anyone who posts something that exceeds this limit will be committing a fourth-degree felony which carries a maximum prison sentence of 18 months and a maximum fine of $10,000 per posting. Holders of a right-to-write card will not, be, will, will not be subjected to these limits. Also, if someone considers your speech to be dangerous, such as a neighbor, family member, or a counselor, and notifies the police department, <laughs> your free speech ID card will be revoked and your computer will be confiscated. You can petition the court at your own expense to restate, reinstate your free speech ID card and return your computer, but you can expect the process to be long and painful. New Jersey has determined that since it now holds the First and Second Amendment in such low regard, it may as well trample on the Fifth and Fourteenth Amendments. 
which amendments, uh, which state that no person shall be deprived of life, liberty, or uh, property without due process. Lastly, the New Jersey legislator is also evaluating the other amendments to the Constitution to determine whether any of these require further regulation. Planned future regulations will give the appearance of keeping you safer, but in reality will just take away more of your rights and then generate much needed income for the state. We will keep you posted. And that was by Jeff Walensky. Jeff, I want permission to repost that. Yeah, and if anybody stuff, wants yeah. it, uh, talk back at gunforhireradio.com. But does everybody see the parallels? And when you stick it that way, it it really drives it home. Uh, yeah, because it's actually the yeah, truth. They're limiting the truth. our rights. Yeah. And, and they're doing it for public safety. But you see the same thing now. Twitter and, and Facebook, they just knocked off James Woods, yeah. Louis Farrakhan, Infowars, and a bunch of other stuff. Uh, stuff some people I don't follow anyway. But but it's not an open platform. Yeah, It's owned by it's rich, owned repulsive by... socialists. That's right. Okay. I want to talk, how much time do we have left? Uh, about uh, four minutes. I want to talk about uh, Rush the Nut. We've been talking about Rush the Nut for over eight years mm-hmm. now. But we had another situation again yes. this week. University of North Carolina, a student killed in the UNC shooting is being hailed as a hero for leaping in front of the gunman in an attempt to stop him. This is the name we're supposed to remember, right. not the nut. Okay, right. Riley Howell, 21 was in his liberal studies class at the university Tuesday with about 30 other students when the shooter burst in and opened fire. The brave junior ran at the gunman and knocked him off his feet, allowing fellow students a chance to escape. He was an athletically athletically built young man, and he took the fight to the assailant, said Charlotte Mecklenburg Police Department Chief uh, Putney. His sacrifice saved countless lives. Without Howell's intervention, capturing, capturing blah, blah, blah might have taken longer. His aunt, Morgan Howell, told CNN she wasn't surprised to hear about her super-fit nephew's brave act. He did such a heroic thing. He was everybody's protector. You felt safe when you were with Riley. The eldest of four, Howell grew up on a farm in Waynesville, North Carolina, and spent time working with first responders. So he was a sheepdog. Yeah, And we talk about this all the time, uh, being a sheepdog. So he was probably sitting in the back of the classroom so he can see the door the door probably you know wherever the door was he probably had access to the door back to the wall and i don't know i'm just assuming because i know where i sit whenever i go someplace and rather than run and cower see they tell everybody run and hide right uh where do you run and hide in a classroom right uh so you all pile up in a corner and it's like shooting fish in a barrel right with a hand grenade where did the fish hide so this guy took the fight to him and he probably still had the gun in his hand i don't know the full specifics but Listen, if an active shooter situation turns up in a situation like a movie theater or a classroom, there's not many places to run and hide or get cover or concealment. So you might as well rush the nut. Right. So everybody's running away. You should run towards it. And if you're a gun person, you know that guns jam. If somebody has a long gun and you run up and you crush the gun between you and them, there's a good chance they can't shoot you. If somebody has a handgun, if you get your hands on that gun, both hands, and you try to grapple it or wrestle it, you stand a better chance. And unfortunately, our society is raising such snowflakes where everybody just runs and screams. They don't even know how to handle it. Correct. But imagine two or three people rushing that nut. 
right. the same time, right. like police officers or first responders would do. Right. Imagine kids in that class that were trained on how to use a knife or a pen or some Brazilian jiu-jitsu and how to put somebody in an arm bar, you know, or you don't know if you take your knuckle and you push it into somebody's ear, the hole of their ear. Try that someday. That's, That's a, a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, yeah, we taught that in handcuffing class. When you have somebody laying uh, prone on the ground with their hands under their stomach mm. and they won't give you your hands to handcuff them, just make this fist <laughs> with your index finger knuckle popped out gets their and put it in their, the hole of their ear and push and twist. Watch how quick their hands come out behind their back. Just under the bridge of the nose. Too, yeah, but you might, you might not be able to get that. Yeah, that's you know, true. Yeah, well, yeah that's right. Well, but I like that one. If I'm kneeling on somebody, I put my knuckle in their ear. All of a sudden, their hands are up so I can you know, restrain them. But we don't really teach any of that because we want to have our heads in yeah, the sand. Right, exactly. Now, this kid was in uh, North Carolina, so Florida now is probably not going to be the victim of an active shooter because they're going to start secretly arming people. So the states that will be the last to adopt it uh, will be the ones that will still get active shooters, you know, like New Jersey, like New California, Jersey, yeah. New York. Yeah, yeah lambs yeah. to the slaughter. But I want to commend that kid. Uh, he lost his life. He made the ultimate sacrifice. You know, I don't know the whole... We'll, we'll get it in the next couple of weeks, but he could have been wrestling with that kid, and while he was wrestling, that whole classroom could have emptied out. Right. You know, yeah. uh, seconds count. Seconds count. Yeah, and, absolutely. Uh, you know, it's great to hear something like that, that someone fought for their rights. So last time I'm going to thank everybody who showed their support that came out. You know, I said it before, Sean from Black Bag Resources and Angelo, they drove 800 miles out, voted for me, and drove back. Insane. Gun people are the best people. Yes, uh, cross your fingers for our uh, Rogers case. And uh, April 26th and May 31st, we have holster draw here. We have urban pistol 1, 2, urban carbine 1 and 2, urban shotgun 1. Uh, new date for uh, Urban Precision Rifle 1, 1,500 yards, September 21st and 22nd. That's the last of the classes for the year. June 1st, Atienza Pen and Knife Combo. Everybody should take that class, all right? And on May 19th, they're having a range safety officer class here for the ladies of the SAW group. So we got a full schedule here. Matt has a new dog. It's a black Frenchie named Meatball. He's the new <laughs> gun for hire mascot. So a big shout out to Meatball, who's probably sleeping right now. <laughs> That's pretty good. Well, I guess the clock on the wall says it all. You've wasted yet another perfectly good hour listening to Gun for Hire Radio. Gun for Hire Radio is a counter-think media production. The music used in this broadcast is managed by Cosmo Music, New York, New York. On behalf of our show host and director of the NRA, uh, Master Trainer, <laughs> you should see the face, Master Trainer Anthony Calandro and the rest of the crew here at Gun for Hire Radio, we do thank you so much for listening. And i got to tell you, uh, you know, I don't mind doing the remotes. They're pretty good, but there's nothing, nothing like having, me here. Like having you here. <laughs> Uh, all right, we love you guys. Listen, each one, reach one, and it's time to circle the wa wagons and uh, stay together. Uh, the other side is very well equipped. All right, we love you guys. See you next week.